Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hey, what's happening, Rush Nation? It is almost time for week six, which means it's time to kick off the waiver wire. And I tell you what, it's a really exciting uh, time here for fans. We've got the NFL back in London. It was great yesterday. I know people weren't overly enamored by the game, but having said that, it's still games in London. And I know we've got another game coming this Sunday as well. I know many people are looking forward to that one. So I hope you enjoyed yesterday. I hope you enjoy Sunday as well. If you um, are new to the NFL, I hope you really suck in. And, and take advantage of the experience because even though the games, you know, on paper probably don't look the most competitive or the most exciting, it's still exciting to get to watch the sport live. And it's a, a great stadium, uh, an atmosphere to, to soak up and enjoy. This show is the Wave Wire show. I'm going to run through the Wave Wire ads of the week. And don't forget, this show is brought to you by manscaped.com, the best in below the men's health grooming. You have the opportunity to take advantage of all their great products, including the Lawnmower 4.0, the goat of uh, ball trimmers, and you can get 20% off with the code 5yard at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the code 5yard at manscaped.com, and you also get free global shipping. So please do check that out, and thank you for supporting the sponsors of our show. So as I mentioned, Waverwire, uh, it's week six. This is the sort of time of year now that 
we have a good understanding of the teams in the NFL that are good and the teams at the NFL that are bad and those that are kind of in between. And we also have a good understanding of our own fantasy teams, the ones that we think are going to challenge for titles, the ones that we think are good but probably still need some work, and then those that probably going to crash and dive, um, unfortunately. And maybe we can still continue to work and and get lucky and and work hard. And you never know, things can turn around. I've turned around over five teams and one and six teams before, but obviously the odds are stacked uh, against you, but that doesn't mean you should quit. You should always try until the very end. Keep setting those lineups, keep rolling the wave wire, keep making it difficult for the opponents in your league. Don't just give up because if it hasn't gone well so far. So, you know, what we want to do is try and progress those teams at the bottom to potential outsiders for playoffs or in playoff contention, those that are maybe on the fringes of playoff contention or are solid con- uh, playoff contenders into potential title winners and those that are set for the playoffs to really go deep in the playoffs and end up in the championship game and winning the championship. So the waiver wise is still the best opportunity to do that far outweighing trades because this is the opportunity for you to get one step ahead. And as always, we will continue on this waiver wire show to focus on players that are under 30% owned. I might cover a few here that's slightly over 30% owned, but overly for the article with itself and the streaming picks and everything else, these will be predominantly 30% owned or under picks. So um, what I will say is quite a thin waiver wire. It's the first time I'm kind of lacking a bit of excitement for the waiver wire. I don't think I'd be dipping my toe uh, too much on quite a lot of my teams unless there's something spectacular out there. Um, I think there's a lot of plays and average. I think over the last few weeks, there's been a few players that people have been short on and I've bought into and they've panned out and their ownership have now gone over 30%. So um, I will try and highlight a few players who potentially are over 30% that you can invest in because I think some players might not be too excited by aspects of this list. We'll start with quarterbacks. Really, there's only one quarterback under 30% owned that's playing in week six that I would even want to touch if I need a QB. If I lost uh, Russell Wilson, there wasn't any better options out there, and it would be Taylor Heineke. He is 12.6% owned. He has Kansas City this week, and I know he's coming off the back of a disastrous game uh, against New Orleans. He didn't score a touchdown. Yards per attempt was the lowest of the season, just six yards per attempt. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, he's proven that he will score touchdowns. He will get the ball in the air and he will take shots and he'll take risks. And he, he moves. You know, he's got that movability to get 40, 50 yards on the ground, which is really important. So all of those aspects mean that Taylor Heineke is the best uh, remaining option out there under 30% owned that you can get on the waiver wire. I wouldn't be going crazy. I mean, I wouldn't be spending much, if, if any, fab on him at all if I needed an option. But Here's someone who will provide some stability and sort of be that mid-range QB2, maybe challenge for the low-end QB1 um, in some weeks as well. But he does have Kansas City this week. He means he should have to ball out just to keep pace with Kansas City. So uh, that's one. Um, the other one is Trey Lance. He's 30.1% owned. Uh, he's on buy this week. So I don't think any people are really going to go out there and try and get Trey Lance, which means it's a good time to buy. Didn't again have a great performance on Sunday, but... That's not to say that, you know, with that dual running ability that he has, you know, he'll accumulate 50, 60 yards. Most games, he'll have that touchdown threat as well. He's just trying to figure it all out in that offense. So I think we're after the bye week, I think he comes out much stronger once he's got a week extra to, to learn that offense and, and to get used to it. It's one of the more complicated offices in the NFL as well. So I'd be trying to get Trey Lance now because I think you can get him cheap now. Stash him if you've got the spaces on your bench. 
And then if you need QB option past week six, I think he's probably the best bet out there uh, that I'm looking at the sort of mainstream round at 30% owned. If you need someone else for this week in particular, who you think is going to offer you options, I'm looking at ones under 50% owned. There really isn't a lot. Sam Darnold's ownership has jumped up to 47%. I know he didn't have quote unquote the best game uh, this week, but he does have Minnesota. I think that's an opportunity for him to take some shots. That's really it. I don't want Baker Mayfield really uh, low touchdown numbers this season. Uh, Trevor Lawrence needs to see a bit more before I feel comfortable putting him in a lineup. Uh, most of the others are on bye, so really that's, that's the limit of the options uh, so far. Running backs is really after two guys who are after sort of vacant backfields uh, where they're looking for, for talent gaps. First is Devontae Booker. He's 3.8% owned. Uh, for the Giants, and he has the Rams this week. Now, Saquon Barkley got injured very early in, in the contest on Sunday against the Cowboys. He's got an ankle. We've all seen the pictures. I doubt he plays this week. I'm not a doctor. I'm just following the advice of fancy doctors and, and, and actual doctors and, and the news, and it looks very unlikely he's going to play this week, which means Devonta Booker should get uh, a significant amount of work. Uh, and listen, he's not... We know what Devonta Booker is. We know he's not this elite option we know he's not gonna you know walk in like alexander matterson and put up 130 140 150 yards like it's not gonna happen but volume is king in, in fantasy football and that volume will propel him to a uh, an rb2 low end rb2 so he's going to be a startable option and you can get him off the waiver wire whether he lasts a week whether he lasts two weeks i wouldn't be spending loads five ten percent of your fab people will go nuts uh thinking that saquon might be done and, he, and do you know what i don't think he will be because it is an ankle, it's swollen, it's bruised. We don't think it's broken. Obviously, if the news changes after this goes out before uh, Wednesday morning, then, of course, change that opinion and, and change your fab budget. But Devontae Booker is Devontae Booker. He's, he's not spectacular. You know, two point, was it 2.6 yards per, per carry last night? I mean, he'll be better than that, but he's not going to be like this elite option. So just setting the expectation this. Don't pay up big money for Devontae Booker because it's one, not a long job from what I imagine. And two, it's not started up. I think he's an RB2 this week. It's probably about what you'll get out of him. So you don't want to spend up big for him, but decent bye week cover if you need him and you can get him. Khalil Herbert is another he's 4.7% owned. What was interesting is he actually got 18 touches, which is the same as what um, Damian uh, Williams got. I think Damian Williams was banged up and I think Herbert's usage will go down slightly, but he did get red zone usage, did get 75 yards. I don't think he's, again, an elite option. I think he's someone who is going to be an RB3, but if you've got bye week cover and you're desperate, it is thin out there. I do think he's someone who has some value, maybe 5%. Again, maybe up to that 10% to get you through the bye weeks, uh, 6, 7, 8, for example. He has more longevity because of the fact that uh, Dave Montgomery is going to be out another four to five, maybe even six weeks. And he is going to have a role. I think he does get 13, 14 touches a game going forward, at least for the next few weeks. So I think he's worth investing that 5%, 10% for that RB2, RB3 fringe, maybe even mid-RB3 kind of range. But at the end of the day, because it's so thin, the waiver wire, it's him or it's, it's, it's not a lot of option out there. I mean, I'm going to look at now some options that are slightly over the the 30% owned threshold. Kenneth Gainwell, 36.5%. I'm not sure he's getting that kind of volume. 
Uh, Samaji P. Ryan, I know he scored the touchdown, you know, got loads of usage, but I, I think they've just been really cautious for Mixon. I'm not so sure his usage stays the same, and he's 32.5% owned. David Johnson, he's certainly not getting that usage. He's 36% owned. Uh, let's see. Alex Collins. Now, Alex Collins is interesting if Chris Carson remains to be out. He's 41.8% owned. He's someone I would have over Khalil Herbert for sure. Ronald Jones, 44.1% owned. No thanks. He has been completely displaced. Sony Michelle, I don't think so. He's not getting that volume. JD McKissick, potentially, but I mean, he's coming off the back of a game where he was barely used and he's not going to get much usage next week because they're going to be behind against Kansas City, you would expect. And then you're at 50.9 for Latavius Murray. He's probably another one I would consider. But that's what I mean. It's, it's, it's slim pickings and you're having to hope that players like Latavius Murray and Alex Collins are free uh, over Khalil Herbert. So that, that's where it's thin. So that's why I would, you know, would pick up Herbert and he's worth uh, some, some usage. So moving on to wide receivers, uh, Kadarius Tony is, is obviously the big one to talk about here. He's 12.2% owned and he absolutely balled out Sunday night against the Cowboys. You know, he put up, uh, he got 10 catches for 189 yards, 13 targets. He obviously got ejected for throwing a punch as well, which is kind of everything about Kadarius Tony. I've watched Kadarius Tony a lot, you know, I'm a Florida Aces fan and he, he does have talent. I don't think anyone ever disputed his talent. I think people questioned the volume he would get and whether he'd be used as a gadget player, whether he would be used as this explosive deep ball threat. He's kind of just being used as, as an alpha. And I mean, if you drafted Kenny Golladay, you're pretty much regretting that in, uh, instantaneously. And you're pretty disappointed in that. Um, Sterling Shepard, we don't know what's going on with him. Is he, is he hurt? Is he out? So Kadarius Tony is, is a really good option to add right now. We have to wait and see if there's any disciplinary action from either the team or the league. I don't think it's going to be. I think he will be fine to play on Sunday. And, you know, he does have uh, the Rams, as, as I mentioned with Booker. So worth worth noting and worth paying attention to. But it's just, just um, at the end of the day, he, he's got the volume right now. I'm not saying he's ever going to get 13 targets and 10 catches again, because he probably won't. But I do think he will get, you know, I think you can safely book in seven, eight targets a game if he catches five or six with that deep, deep uh, speed that he has and the ability to stretch the field, you know, he's, he's on to a winner. So uh, I do think he's going to have day, he's going to have games where he busts, I think, but as a flex option, bye week option, I don't think there's anyone better out there at wide receiver right now than Kadarius Tony. If you want something a bit more consistent than a safe floor, Tim Patrick's your guy, 29.7% owned, desperate to get him over 30%. <laughs> um, I start, I, I talked about him. I tried not talking about him. I, I think we'll get him over 30% this week. He'll have a very quiet game, but very solid. You know, uh, best fancy outing of the season. He's had four games over 12.7 PPR points, uh, nine targets. So at the end of the day, Denver threw the ball a lot. Courtland Sutton got all the headlines, and, and rightfully so. We got a lot of the volume, a lot of targets, the touchdowns. But Tim Patrick's put, put together some very, very decent, solid, like 80, 90 yard games with, uh, with six catches, seven catches. So that's the kind of thing that is really good for bye week cover. So Tim Patrick, nice safe floor, get you 12, 12, 13 points. Don't underrate those guys, you know, wide receiver three, but consistently likely to be in that conversation every week. So you know, he's a really safe option at 29.7%. He has a Vegas this week as well. So decent matchup for him to exploit. 
tight end really tricky one here it has got very thin a lot of the options Dawson Knox etc have all been bought up um Dalton Schultz uh, have all been bought up so I'm gonna go with David Njuku now currently sitting uh, as we are right now he's the number one tight end this week in PPR and he uh, you know he caught 149 um 107 catches 149 yards and a touchdown so massive game for him he became baker mayfield's sort of favorite target he's had a very up and down career mostly down because of injuries but he seems to be at his very very best don't forget this guy was a first round pick in 2017 uh, in the nfl draft for cleveland so they like tight ends they target tight ends more than any other team in the nfl right now so david njuku makes sense especially off the back of that game high scoring game and even though they lost to the Chargers, they're going to be in another high-scoring game next week when they play Arizona. Expect Njuku to be that safety net for Baker Mayfield to move those chains to keep pace. So I like Njuku, especially this week. I don't love him as a uh, whole-season kind of play, but for the next week, next couple of weeks, I do think he's a, he's a very, very good option. He's probably the best out there in terms of that high ceiling that you could potentially get from the tight end position. The other one is Dan Arnold, 1.3% owned. Now, let's not forget that Jacksonville traded quite an exorbitant contract uh, for Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold was paid in the offseason by Carolina, someone they were desperate to get. Arguably, I reckon they overpaid. And then now, all of a sudden, Jacksonville took on that contract when James O'Shaughnessy went down. He fumbled the ball, but he was still given that trust. He still got eight targets. He still got six catches for 64 yards. He did lead Jacksonville in both of those categories. And he's going to be a big part of this offense going forward as they're trying to figure out this offense and try and figure out what's going on. So, um, Dan Arnold, again, safe floor, touchdown dependent for him to be really relevant. But, you know, I'll take a guy with six for 64 at the tight end position uh, all day, every week, twice on Sundays, especially if he's going to get red zone looks. So um, both of those guys uh, I wouldn't be spending huge money on because tight end position. But if you want to get a couple of percent of fab, uh, maybe up to five percent of fab, I, I don't blame you. Uh, the wide receivers, by the way, I missed the fab. Kadarius uh, Tony, I'd be spending anywhere up to 20% of fab because I think he's he's explosive and he can put up wide receiver one numbers. And there aren't many guys on the waiver wire that can do that. Tim Patrick, I think he's got a limited shelf life of waiting for Jerry Judy to come back. I think he's worth sort of 5 to 7% of your fab max. I think that's the sort of ballpark, maybe a little bit less. Try and get him on a discount because he is an undervalued player because he doesn't have that high ceiling, but he has that very safe floor. And those guys are, are very worth uh, owning. You could probably get him a little bit cheaper as well. Uh, let's go with the kicker. Kicker this week is Nick Falk. 8.3% uh, owned. Nick Falk is, you know, very, very consistent. Good long leg. He's got everything you kind of want from a fantasy kicker. In fact, he's got, he's consistent. He's got a long leg. He doesn't miss many. The only one he's missed is a 60-yard field goal against Tampa to win the game in, in the rain, in horrible conditions. I don't know why they even went for that be perfectly honest so you look at those options and, and think that nick fault might be the best one out there i know he missed next point on sunday but it's the only one he's missed all season two so now uh, we'll let him off that one um also the fact that mac jones isn't the most like touchdown king guy that you would want a quarterback like he, he, he might get a couple of touchdowns but he's not throwing four or five touchdowns a game like patrick mahomes etc so he's gonna get opportunities to kick field goals and you know he's playing dallas this week so that should be a game where they'll need to keep scoring points and and belichick will want to keep ticking the scoreboard over i think Falk could be very very busy on sunday and in the dst uh the packers is my choice they're 20 percent owned they have chicago big grudge game they always seem to turn up for them chicago offense is really struggling I think there's the opportunity to get some turnovers there to really sort of deliver some results. They'd be kind of middling the Packers, D. They're not being too 
bad. I mean, week one, they were terrible, but you know, they haven't been bad, they haven't been good. They've kind of been above average, but not explosive. They're not going to put up these solid like 10, 15 point games, but I do think they can get you anywhere from six to 10 points this week against the, the Bears. And I'll take that in my D. It's pretty safe, pretty reliable. Uh, you can take that to the bank. If you don't want that and you want to shoot for the moon, then uh, the Bengals, DST are playing the Lions, and Jared Goff is always good for a turnover or two. But that Bengals D again in really good situations, like against the Jags, uh, just didn't do the business. Uh, didn't score many points. I think got one point. They got minus one last week. There are things just to be a little bit worried about with the Bengals. But if you want to shoot for the moon. They could get multiple turnovers against those lines, and, and that wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I don't think either are worth any fab at all. Uh, it shouldn't cost you anything. You should be able to pick them up as a free like late, late claim. If you want to be really sure, put a dollar on them, but I wouldn't be spending uh, anything anything on them, really. You should be able to get those options pretty easily. Um, but that would do it for the Waverware podcast. Um, just seeing if there's anyone else you, you could or should own. I don't think there is. I think, you know, it, as I said, it's quite thin out there. If you're looking for some other options, perhaps a little bit uh, greater owned out there. AJ Green's 38% owned, Wanda Moore 37% owned. Both those guys for Arizona. You know, it's going to be one or the other most weeks, but uh, they should be able to do something for you. Marcus Callaway's 39.1% owned. He's got back-to-back touchdowns in games now. Those are the sort of wide receiver options you you can look at. But there's a lot of guys in your waiver wire. I mean, Manuel Sanders is still free in... 40% of the leagues, which is just absolutely baffling to me. So, um, yeah, there's, there's lots of guys, even Michael Harmon, but I, I, I don't like him as much as some of those other guys. That's why I would never pay up loads for wide receivers because there's always those sorts of guys, aren't there? I think they're all worth about 4 5% of fab to get them. Um, Rondo Moore was utilized in the passing game. He was utilized in the run game. He, he's got a bit more about him than AJ Green, but AJ Green does get that average of six targets a game. So, um, some other options for you to consider. But like I said, that would do it. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring the podcast. Don't forget to join me in about 10, 15 minutes time for the main show. Flagship show, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to do a bit of a fantasy football clinic. I'm going to answer questions. I'm going to invite a couple of people on to, to join me and to, to talk about their teams and fantasy football and where they're at and how, you know, how we can help and what they kind of want to know. It should be exciting time, so feel free to, to join in on that. Um, and I'll try and pull you on at some point. But uh, until the next Wave of Wire podcast, or until the faction, or whenever I next hear from you next, as always, don't forget, keep rushing. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive, who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.